0: More of Truth Be Told with DT and Telly is next on 1017 The Truth. The Truth app and 1017thetruth.com. Allow me to reintroduce myself. My
1: name is H to the OV. I used to move snowflakes by the
2: OZ. I guess even back then you can call me CEO of the RO. Fresh out the frying pan into the fire. I be the music biz number
1: one supplier. Fly it in a piece of paper bearing my name. Got the hottest chick in the game wearing my chain. That's right, ho. Not DOC, but similar to
2: them letters. No one could do it better. I check channel like a food inspector. My homie Strick told me, do finish your breakfast. So that's what I'm going to do. Take you back to the dude
3: with the Okay, lessons. so you
2: just the shoes and the necklace. Woo! Let me tell you, dudes, what I do. You to can leave
3: Jay on all Shoot day. You, like and dude, I'll be right here for breakfast. it. <laughs> Benjamin. Yeah, <the> no. <laughs> 1017, yeah. The Truth. Bailey Coleman in. Bailey Coleman and Damien in for DT and Telly and Truth Be Told. Okay, so we, last hour. We were talking about the Ku Klux Klan going all over Florida with their flags and everything. They want everybody to know that they're here. Their presence is here. They're everywhere. Right. And the question that was posed to us was, who's responsible for this? Democrats or Republicans? Go Mm -hmm. ahead. Do your thing.
2: and, And when that question is posed, I often say both of them. And and hear me out. The reason why I say both of them is because I have I work in politics, and I I believe that that whether it's Republican or Democrat, whether it's liberal or conservative, they they plan on the same team, and 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 we live in a plutoc- plutocracy mm-hmm. where the one percent control everything, right? So these are their. These are their minions. They're playing for the same team because at the end of the day, that's who benefits for most of the legislation. That's who benefits for most of the policy that takes place is that upper echelon, one percent. We don't get those benefits that others get. And so that they're playing for the same team. So you got one playing offense, one playing defense. And as black people, we often get left behind and we often lose that game when we end up playing. And I'm not saying people shouldn't vote. I'm not saying people shouldn't be involved in politics because you obviously should be involved in politics. You obviously should be involved in what's going on in your community, but we need to take a larger, important stance. We need to be more involved. And that's like we were just talking about earlier. You need to be more involved in, in politics. You need to be more involved in what goes on in your community so that those in power, can hear your voice, and not allow for these types of things to take place.
3: I mean, and and that is so true. We always depend on the organizations that we depend on, right, without even supporting them. So your NAACPs, your Urban Leagues, organizations like that uh, that that have been around for years and years, we depend on them to represent us, but then we don't go and support them, Mm -hmm. right? And... And a lot of us just need to stand up in our own neighborhoods at our own school boards, at your child's school. You know, I was on the school board uh, uh, with uh, my son when he was in elementary school. Oh, really? Yeah. And you know what? One thing that we noticed when he he was at, you know, a public school, a regular public school. This is before he went to Milwaukee College Prep. Okay. One thing that I did notice was, that it was the same few parents there. We couldn't even mm-hmm. get the parents of our children to come to you know do their uh, sessions with the teachers when you know it was time for you know how they go and they parent schedule parent teacher conference. parent-teacher conferences. Couldn't get them in. Mm-hmm. I was like, we can't even get you to come to a parent teacher conference.
2: And you know that's the that's a that's the biggest complaint thing. my mother was a teacher. And for like 20, 30 years. And that's one of the biggest complaints that teachers have is is the parents not being involved. You only see the parents when the kid is acting up or when they've written the kid up or something like that. But you don't see the parents at parent teacher conference so they can explain to the parents and help the parents what, what we've learned. And, 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 and my daughters are all doing exceptionally well. And I give the credit to their mother and I give the credit to the extended family because we've all made education very important on both sides of the family. We've all made it very important and they understood that and they understood the importance of education and the way they understand that is, is us showing up. Exactly. Anytime there's something to be done at that school, somebody's going to be there. If I got to work and a mama got to work, then a grandparent's going to be there. Exactly. Somebody's going to be there so that they know the importance of education in their lives and the importance that it will play in their development. And so if they don't, get that at a young age, then you're losing them and they don't understand the importance of education. But like you said, we need to support going back to what we we're talking about. We need to support those that are out here doing the work and teachers are out there doing the work. We got to show up. Exactly. Show
3: up. Exactly. Because, and because we haven't shown up as we take this to another level and we talk politics mm. because we haven't shown up. It's a problem. So that, we're not supporting the people that need to get our support so that they can push forward and get those things done that we need to get done. Right. That Absolutely. makes it. Connection.
2: Absolutely. Ding.
3: Ben, where's the ding at? Where's the ding? Don't give me that. Right. Exactly.
2: <laughs> Absolutely. <it. laughs> Absolutely. And, and and a lot of times politicians in, in those positions, they, they say, I want to be able to take this stance. I want to be able to take this strong stance. I want to be able to to uh, put the people on my back and carry us to this place. But will the people support me when they come after me? Will the people be there when I've taken this stance that have put the people first and I've gone against the system and I've bucked the system? When it's time for the people to say, no, that's my guy. Are they going to be there? Mm -hmm. and that's what that goes back to what you're talking about right the support that we have to give those in power that we've positioned and and charged with having this power to make these decisions that support that we're going to are we going to give it to them when they need it at the end of the day when that hard vote comes and we've got we've got something and they don't know what to do or decide can they count on those in their district or those in their municipalities those who have supported them to maintain that support so when those outside of them Outside of us, come looking for them and come trying to get them. We stand in front of them like, nah, this is my brother. Yeah. He did what he this is my sister. She right. did what she was supposed to do in protecting us and speaking for us. And now we're gonna protect her and we're
3: gonna help her. Exactly, exactly. We're taking them off the truth talking text line, 833 212 1017. Sandra. Welcome to Truth Be Told. How you doing? What's your comment?
4: I'm fine. Good morning. Um, Ashley, I was listening and uh, you had a lot you were speaking about. And uh, you spoke about Marjorie Taylor Greene. I heard that when she talked to Sherwin. And I did call his show because she mentioned that she had a construction business. And so, uh, from what I've been reading, like um, the affirmative action helped more white women than black women, you know, as far as getting businesses. And so they said when the white women got the businesses, they got the businesses for their husbands. So it's just like, you know, you use affirmative action for your favor, but you slid it over into your husband's name, kind of like. Mm-hmm. And so but the affirmative action, now they got rid of that. I mean, everything we fought for to get, you know, they benefit, they benefit more off of whatever we fought for. And even like the health care, they want to cut that out, cut that down to, to us. Literally, you know, post office. And a lot of these KKKs are the ones working for these um, businesses and stuff. Like, okay, if we lose our health care, I'm sure some of them get it. Mm-hmm. A lot of them more than us. Okay. You know, a lot of the government things we got that's in place to help us out. The KKK, the killers, proud boys, all of them getting it. But they want to stand uh, for a president, or in fact, in your area, your government and stuff to cut down all these uh, programs that we got to help ourselves and them too. So I'm wondering what's wrong with their head.
3: All right. Thank you, Sandra. Thanks for calling. What are your comments? 833-212-1017. The two talk and text lines. So, you know, going back to the neo-Nazis protesting all over Florida mm-hmm. and and the question, who's responsible for this? It, it, it makes me think of President Obama because he felt like I watched the whole deal with him on Mm -hmm. MSNBC. Yeah, it's my favorite channel. I get all my info. That's your second mention. (laughs)
2: That's your second mention of MSNBC. You and my mama. My mama somewhere, and she's listening. She's probably got MSNBC on in the background.
3: I always always tell my family, y'all got to watch MSNBC because we going to know if we need to move to Canada. (laughs) That's it. We going to know if we need to make that run. Um, He said he felt like He felt some type of way after, you know, you know, looking back at his presidency and everything that has happened since Mm -hmm. he felt like him because becoming president sort of woke a sleeping giant Mm. in especially in the arena of racism. Yeah because if you think about it nobody was doing all this people were ashamed to be affiliated with the Ku Klux Klan they thought mm-hmm. that was an old organization over with not happening and how could they possibly do that right people are out here now they don't care
2: no like 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 the article just said they're standing if you see, if you see the picture from the article they're standing on the bridge holding these flags and like and and, and like i talked about it's always been they've always been there but With and and under the under the covers. Yes, under the radar. Under the radar. But when Obama got in office, what he's saying is, when he got in office, it was like, it was he they he made them so mad, and they had become so mad that this black man had risen to this position of power, that they felt like, you know, they were being threatened their position as the top of the the pecking order right. of white men was being threatened. Right. So even the one that was sitting on the fence and may have had those racist thoughts and may have had those racist tendencies, he's now
3: threatened. Exactly.
2: And by that by that black man ascending to that power, he's threatened him. And so now they've calling over to the other side of the fence. And so they've completely gone racing because they feel threatened. And that's what we're dealing with now in America is the is the threatening of the white existence in America and that's why you have uh the immigration stuff with the with the with Mexico and all of this other stuff and and then wanting to bring Europeans over and and, but we can't bring over the Mexicans we can't bring over the Haitians we can't right they feel threatened and they feel like the demographics of white people in America is slowly going to decrease to a point where they're not going to be the majority then anymore
3: and and now for those that May not think about that in relation to this, why do you think that there's all these these laws prohibiting abortion? oh
2: yeah, I agree if that's where you're going with it
3: because they want they want to grow oh yeah, the population oh yeah of Caucasians. exactly
2: that's 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 absolutely part of it and I always tell people anytime you're dealing with Anytime you're dealing with
3: allegedly,
2: anytime you're dealing with, anytime you're dealing with, <laughs> you're dealing with uh, those in power in a capitalist society, those in power in a capitalist society, it boils down to money. It boils down to power. If that's right. that's what that's what that's what in God we trust. That's what they're putting their everything in is is that power that capitalism. So if you chase the money and the dollars of any decision, you can see why that decision is being made.
3: Exactly. We got more coming your way after the break. 101.7 The Truth. The Truth Be Told. Bailey in for DT and Telly.
0: More of Truth Be Told with DT and Telly is next on 101.7 The Truth. The Truth app and 1017thetruth.com. More of Truth Be Told with DT and Telly is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com.
2: If money is the evil root, let the smoker shine the crooks. Rich people that love the boost, I'm just here to find the truth. Purdue, Cook Kings, Dr. Seuss. Let it, let it. We sip eggs out the flutes. 101.7 The truth. truth back Did again. The Truth is now the home the of Marquette Bar- University State High School football. State the Marquette Hilltoppers look to stay undefeated in conference play as they take on conference rival the Brookfield East Spartans. Kickoff is set for 7 p.m. Friday Night Football on The Truth is presented by Gruber Law Offices. one call. That's all. Oh, that was good. How'd I do? How'd I do, all y'all? All right now. Did I do good?
3: Head clap. Head all right, clap. All right. All right. That's excellent. my first time reading the
2: commercial, y'all. That's a- what it is. A- you're, you're a rapper. I told you you was going to be able to do <laughs> it. You told me. Uh-huh. You had confidence hey. in me. And I appreciate
1: you,
3: Benjamin. You had
2: that confidence in me. When I didn't have it in myself, Benjamin had it in me. And there you go. Pause. Uh-huh. Let's go. Uh-huh. <laughs> Y'all are crazy! Oh my god, I can't believe it. Pause me. Where's the camera? Where's
3: okay, that? we've been talking about <laughs> we've been talking about racism in America. President Obama's perspective. We got one off the Truth Talk and text line. Uh, Terry said that Obama made the racist come out, and Trump made them comfortable enough to think that they can say and do what they want. True. You know, I mean, true. That's true.
2: She ain't. She ain't. And I mean, Terry tells no lies.
3: You know, I think the anger of white America mm-hmm. for President Obama achieving his post, and not, you know, we're not talking all obviously all of. White America, no, you know, mm-hmm. but it did. I think him achieving the presidency mm-hmm. was something that no one, even in our lifetime, would have ever thought would happen.
2: We, I, I remember sitting in a class. I was in a class at UWM in my undergrad at the time and um, somebody stood up, a brother stood up, a brother I went to, used to go to high school with. He stood up and he said, oh, we got Obama running for president and he's he's going to win and this, that. And this was before it all started. Right. Mm-hmm. And I remember telling his brother, that ain't going to happen. This is America. <laughs> that is not going to happen. They are not going to vote a black man president this was right in between uh he had just spoke at i guess it was a 2004 convention he had spoke Mm -hmm. but in milwaukee we had just had pratt had just ran for mayor and so i was bitter i was mad we lost i remember back then i was mad we lost and so when when um and i still get upset about it but let me not go (laughs)
3: well his daughter's in office now it's okay
2: yes his daughter is in office and his daughter is also the mother of my children so
3: small world small world so shout out
2: to andrea and uh my daughters ayana zari Nyla, Cree. anyway um so i was i was intricately involved in that campaign okay and so when it happened i was mad when we lost i remember it happening and so i say all of that to say when they talked about obama i was like we can't even get a black man milwaukee is, is is a microcosm of this country and how divided and segregated Milwaukee is, is American. I was like, we can't even get a black man elected here. You're talking about a black man being elected to the whole country as the president? I was, ups- <laughs> I didn't believe it. But, but after he won, I I, I I, didn't see that guy again. But if I ever saw him, I would I would tell him you were right.
3: Well, you know, it's interesting because I wouldn't, I'm from the West Coast. I'm from Seattle, mm-hmm. Seattle, Washington. And uh, from my understanding, Wisconsin is the most segregated state in the United States. It is. Milwaukee is one of the most segregated cities in the United States. It is. So it is not a microcosm.
2: <laughs> to me, it is because when you look at America, America is segregated. You have you have this, and, and you see you from the West Coast. Yes, you from the the liberal hippie, especially yes. Seattle. And
3: yeah, that's a little different. Grunge capital of the world. That's the
2: grunge capital of the yes. world, Nirvana, all of that. Yes.
3: That's a little different yeah, yeah.
2: than the rest of America. Well, as the a West whole.
3: Coast. I think the West Coast, as a whole, are they're all tree huggers out there and all that kind mm-hmm. of stuff. So, yes, you're correct. It is different. It is different. It's, uh, it, in most places, it's a lot more liberal mm-hmm. than uh, than you would than you would expect. So. Uh, let's go to the True Talking text line. You want to get in on this? 833 212 1017. Candace. What up, Candace? You're on Truth Be Told with Bailey and Damien. Candace, you there? Yeah, All right, I'm Candace. <laughs> All right.
4: Hey, Candace, what are I'm your comments? Going, <laughs> I was calling about the KKK. Now, now you know, we in the 21st century. Why are these people study doing this? It's a whole other century. These people still carrying on, okay, no, talking about Jim Crow, KKK. They're everywhere. they even here. I got lost way out by um, uh, Brasson. I took a uh, county line road and got wet, lost. I had some people follow me, call me over and say, are you lost?
0: Mm-hmm. And
4: I was like, No. <laughs> you
2: know, I'm like, no, no, I'm not lost. But I do. I just want to let you know that if you're trying to try anything. <laughs>
3: you breaking up, but uh, uh, I think we get to Yeah. <laughs> Candace, you breaking up, girl. Okay. All uh, right. Candace,
2: Candace that's an interesting story.
3: Yeah. She got lost.
2: In Grafton. Call she back
3: said? if you can, Candace. She's... Uh yeah. She got she got lost out in Grafton.
2: And got pulled over by, I hope it was the police. I hope no regular people pulled you over, first of all.
5: Okay. And, and, <laughs> I hope,
2: I hope that's, even, even, that's even worse, you know. Yeah. The, the, the citizen. They said,
3: Look, I have been way out there grafted and all that. You just kind of act like you know where you're going. My GPS is straight.
2: Yeah. I'm, I, I know where I'm going. hope it the citizen action committee or something that pulled you
3: over uh, or okay. something, you know. And, and, and,
2: and you okay? You know, yeah, I'm fine. Leave me alone, you know.
3: Yeah, you know what? It this whole uh this whole Obama thing. He really questioned whether his presidency came too soon. But I got to tell you uh when my son was a little bit he was like in uh second grade. He was at 53rd Street School and um the aftercare ladies and that Miss Anderson and the crew. Shout out to Miss Anderson. She mm. knows who she is. Uh they used to call my son Mister President. <laughs> <laughs> they said, "Oh, he always got an explanation for everything. He getting everybody out of trouble. If there's a problem, he is the one to step up and get everybody out or of trouble." Politician. <laughs> yes, and they really thought that it wouldn't be. It would. The, the first black president would be in his generation
2: mm.
3: and my son's 23 now it came long before then right he was eight years old when we had our first black president
2: yeah Obama bucked the system so to speak
3: yeah he did
2: he put himself in a position to with that speech in 2004 I think it was and, and he and he was so riveting and and he's so charismatic that he put himself in a position where you couldn't you couldn't uh deny it there's no way to deny that he was he was capable and ready for that that position
3: you know what uh when I got into radio there was a gentleman uh I was experiencing a day of disappointment mm-hmm. and I thought this is going nowhere for me and rest in peace uh um to this guy Mr Adams but he told me you know what Bailey Cream always rises to the top, uh-huh. always. So it don't even matter where you're at, what's going on, what's happening. That's just it. And, you... and that's what happened with President Obama.
2: Uh-huh. The cream rose to the top.
3: And Absolutely.
2: It, and We're not talking about his skin color. We just saying the brother. Ran, well,
3: <laughs> exactly. We're not
2: talking about his light skin. Exactly. We just saying the brother was smart and he, he was, was intelligent. Smart. Yeah, and he was able to do what he needed to get done to get to that position. And, he and it's
3: to. and it's always people that are gifted or have a certain talent in a particular area, no matter where you are or what you're doing, mm-hmm. that talent is always going to people will you'll always have favor. Yes, and yes. that was meant to be.
2: Yes, yeah. and he had he had Michelle with him. He had a good team.
3: He, he had, had an th- excellent team.
2: And we're talking about we're talking about him. Those that are listening, we're talking about Trump and and maybe Obama uh, being too soon and 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 him bringing out the racists in the country by his presidency, but also the story of Obama ridiculing Trump at the the Nerd the Nerd Gala. Uh, it's the Nerd Prom, that's what I call it, but it's like the, the press correspondence. Oh, the press
3: corps, yeah. The press, press correspondence. Right. We yeah. call it the oh, call it
2: the Nerd Prom. She, <laughs> she it, we used to sit and watch Melissa Harris Perry and she would always talk about right, it. She called it the Nerd Prom. So yeah. we would sit and watch this. And um so that's how it became that to us. But Obama when he made fun of Trump, they say he gave birth to Trump in that moment because When he made fun of Trump at that event, Trump decided, I want to do what he's doing and be able to make fun of people and be able to, you know, okay, he's going to make fun of me. Well, I'm going to show him I'm going to become president as well. And he gave gave birth to that idea of Trump. Oh,
3: Oh, right. You know. The whole time, Trump has done nothing but stoke the fires uh-huh. of of racism, even though Marjorie Taylor Greene sat in here the other day and said
2: he's not a he's racist.
3: not a racist.
2: He was he's from a racist. His daddy was a racist. He was raised in a racist household. But Trump, you know, we can say we can say, oh, you know, the, the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. That's what we typically say,
3: basically, because if you learned it. You, it's in you. you.
2: Yeah. If you come from that and we were just sitting talking about, you know, the importance of education in households and what we do as black families and what we need to do. Well, in this family of Trumpism, they had racism. Exactly. And that's what he passed on. And so what can you expect him to be? Exactly. Exactly.
3: Uh so we gotta take another break, but before we go, I have you ever given anyone a pass for the N word? Hmm. That's what we're going to talk about next, right here on 101.7 The Truth. Truth Be Told, DT and Telly on assignments, Bailey and and Damien in for them on 101.7 The Truth.
0: More of Truth Be Told with DT and Telly is next on 101.7 The Truth, The Truth app and 1017thetruth.com. It is truth be told with DT and Telly on 1017 the truth, the truth app, and 1017thetruth.com.
1: What do, baby?
2: the Wow, I my mouth I'm gonna rocking to the grill.
3: Okay. <laughs> been
2: jamming you jamming okay you got your name properly
3: <laughs> been jamming been jamming all morning okay what it was seven the truth the truth he told with dt and telly bailey and damien in for dt and telly they are on assignment okay
2: every time you say assignment i want to laugh though. Cause them, i know just, they just don't vacate. i
3: You know... We
2: can't say that, though. But I'm a guest, so I can say that.
3: Look, I clowned Sherwin the first time (laughs) I filled in for him because Sherwin was on assignment on on the beach somewhere... (laughs) Sending me pictures Just like You sounding good Here let me send you This picture This is just for you I'm like He's sending me pictures Of white sands And blue mm-hmm. skies I'm like forget you Forget you I was gonna say
2: What are you sending pictures of you on the beach And he's sending, <laughs> he sending pictures of his chest
3: No 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 well, Let me find out Not at all Not at all <laughs> It was right here on the, He was hitting up The truth talking And text like everybody else If you go back In the archives I'm sure back, you'll find I'm it I'm messing
2: with you <laughs> I ain't going back and look. I believe you.
3: So uh, we're talking about giving people a pass that use the N-word. Mm. Now, there's an interesting story about right here in Milwaukee. What was that the south side of Milwaukee? on the south side, yeah. There's a gentleman who ran his car into his neighbor's fence.
2: Ran it over.
3: And so then... The fence was there because allegedly, supposedly, he not only ran the car into the fence, but also was supposedly destroying other things that they owned mm-hmm. on their property or something like that.
2: He was being a menace.
3: And then supposedly called them a, the N word. Mm-hmm. Of course, these people are black. <laughs> <laughs> And he said, what did he say that what he
2: said he went on to say that the word, the N word was not he was he was raised in a household where it wasn't seen as being racist, where it just meant ignorant or dumb or uninformed. Well, that well, the 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 I know I don't, I'm not going to say it, but the 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 proper word for where the N word comes from, Lee, is uh, that's what it. That's what the definition of it is. But he, in his estimation, by not calling it racist, again, is a time traveler, like my man Chris. Um, (laughs) He's a time traveler that has just appeared and, and appeared in 2023 and skipped all of... You know, all of the Reaganomics 80s, skipped all of the all of Black Power 70s, skipped all of the Civil Rights 60s, all skipped that. all of Brown versus Board of Education in the 50s, okay. skipped everything, huh. skipped the Reconstruction, skipped slavery, skipped everything of the racistness of America and the usage of that word and how that usage has evolved just from that Webster's Dictionary version into what it is now and how it's used as a projectile to damage and hurt the psyches of all black people across the world. Okay. He missed all that. He
3: missed all that.
2: He missed all that. And to him, it's just, he just was calling her, you know, ignorant in his mind. Oh. That's what he said. That's what That's what it was. That's what he said.
3: Oh, okay. So, so he feels like he should get a pass.
2: He feel like a pass should be given because he didn't mean it in the way that those KKK members, if they would have said it. The way that they would have meant it. He meant it in a different way.
3: Oh. He meant it in a nice way. Oh, okay. You know, I'm okay. just calling you
2: stupid. I'm not calling you everything else. Okay. He meant it that way.
3: Okay. Well, then we gotta find out what the town thinks. The yes. town is on the True Talking Text line, 833 eight three three two one two ten seventeen. Uh, the town, so uh you're on truth be told with Bailey and Damien. What is your what are your thoughts on this whole deal?
5: Hello? You crazy? <laughs> is you crazy? What? <laughs> this yeah. a wild this a wild stuff this morning. I tell you <laughs> somebody saying it's cool to say the N-word in front of me and you ain't black. Right. I mean come on, come on, man. Now that is I,
2: But the fact that the brother I
5: can't even say The fact that he tried say to say it was
2: do. he the fact that he tried to say he didn't mean it. In that way, that he was using the Webster's Dictionary version of the of the original word that it came from is is ridiculous. That's ridiculous.
5: That's wild in the mug. I mean, what? Well, really, really though, if you want to keep it one hundred, the original meaning is not the European meaning. The, the original the original meaning is is negus. You know what I'm saying? And then you know what I'm saying, then they took that away, but I don't think he meant it in that way. He did it.
2: He did not.
5: He did not. I don't think he did not in any shape, form, or fashion. I'm just saying though, like the way that they be the way that they be trying to put us in a trick bag over everything. And mm-hmm. I think a lot of this stuff though, a lot of these stories that be coming out or whatever like that, they allow these stories to be put out in in my in mass to put us off what we really need to be thinking on, You know what I'm saying? Because they, they know that, you know what I'm saying, we the heart of the world. We got all the emotion or whatever like that. Mm-hmm. And they, they, they try to use, I think they try to use that against us.
3: Right, right. There's a lot of things they try to use against us. I mean, thanks for calling. You know what? I mean, the reality is that is crazy.
2: Right. You know, I
3: mean, how do you feel when somebody's standing there looking in your face done crashed their car allegedly supposedly right into your fence mm-hmm. and they call you the N word like it's your fault that they on your property?
2: Yeah, it's your fault that you built this fence up to protect your house <laughs> from him because he's been going on your property. So you put up a fence <laughs> and he the fence that is white. Privilege. Today we have discussed that again. That is white privilege at a highest degree. That you think <laughs> that this woman building a this black woman building a fence <laughs> on her property, and she was married, and so yep. this family, yes. building this fence to protect themselves from you is a discriminatory act towards you that you must take action on, and you must run your. What did he have? A Mustang or something in that picture? You must run your Mustang through this fence and run it over. You are compelled to do that. You have to do it because you just won't be able to go on with your day with that fence (laughs) blocking your view of them black people in their backyard.
3: In your neighborhood.
2: In your neighborhood. It's your neighborhood. (laughs)
3: All right, you want to get in on this conversation? (laughs) Hit us up on the Truth Talker text line, 833-212-1017. Craig said, people give rappers, white, Latino, Asian, black a pass on saying the N-word. And it's annoying.
2: I don't know if I get no back. First of all, Benjamin knows me. He knows I'm a rapper Um, by trade. I'm an MC. Mm -hmm. I'm not giving no white rappers... No pass to say the N-word. You not? No. They I've never heard I've never I mean them ain't saying the, the N-word, never. Uh uh Latino ain't saying not you know, unless he's Puerto Rican or something like that. But a m um, uh a Mexican rapper's not saying the N-word, you know. Uh uh we we not giving that pass out. We not we not We're not giving that we pass We declining
3: out. that pass. That
2: pass is is revoked. That pass don't even get printed out. Because you do not get to say those types of words. Like there was there was recently something where Erica Mina on one of these hip hop, since we're talking oh, about hip hop yeah. hip hop and love shows love, or whatever. Love
3: and hip hop. Love
2: and hip hop. She called the, the woman a monkey. A or something. monkey, yeah. No.
3: She mm. got fired.
2: She should have. She should have. No. That's not okay. No. Because that that word
3: I think it's spice that she called.
2: But that word is even more triggering and to me almost then the n word because because okay you you say it okay fine but now you calling me a monkey that's like that's low 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 you know no you know to me personally well
3: just hilarious black woman yes said that maybe to Erica Minna this spice looked like a monkey and so maybe it wasn't a racist thing what you feel about that?
2: I think I like Don't
3: give me the smoke.
2: <laughs> I like Jess Alaris, actually. I'm a big fan of her.
5: <laughs>
3: I
2: think Jess, Jess may know Eric Amina and put her cape on for her. Right. And that's fine. She's right. caping for Eric Amina. But there is no way on God's green earth that you can tell me that you can say like this man said the N-word and thinks he's saying the other one, saying the the, the original word, and this and Eric Amina's saying calling someone a monkey, you look like a monkey. You can't say that and not be cognizant of the fact that that's what you're doing. There's no way in 2023 that you cannot have those two be related. And, you know, I was reading this article mm-hmm. and I'm just going to go on. Another thing that I noticed about this article and and it is that another point that I wanted to make is that she complained, her and her family complained about the harassment of this Neighbor, this white neighbor, and him saying, giving them, calling them the N word and running down their fence and all of this stuff. She made complaints against this neighbor, but the police still didn't do anything.
3: No, they didn't.
2: And I think that happens too much in our community where I know women who make complaints against men, whether they be black men, whether they be white men. Black women make complaints against men and it's not taken seriously and it's not followed up on. And in this situation, we're making light of it because he ran her fence over and he was just acting like a child. But what if he did something worse than that? And she's made these complaints. I think we need to take police departments to task and make sure that they protect black women in that in that regard. As if she was a white woman and she was making that call, they would have taken it. More serious. Oh,
3: if it was a white woman and he was a black man, yes. that black man would have been arrested underneath the jail and severed five to ten. Let's right. go to the, <laughs> let's go. Let's the truth talking text line 833 212 1017. Marlon, Marlon, how are you? You're on Truth Be Told with Bailey and Damien.
6: Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. So, um, me personally, I hate people, especially when I don't know you, using the N word. Um, especially when you are black Hispanic. If you are not black and you don't know me, and you use the N word, I take that as offense. One of the things that I see, uh, I am a, I'm a, a, a volleyball official, so I go to all these different schools. And just uh, Monday, uh, Tuesday, uh, I was at West Dallas Central, and there was this. He looked Hispanic, maybe even a little white, talking to another. White girl talking about, so how is that N-word treating you? Mm. So right off the bat, I stopped and stopped the whole thing. I was like, hey, what's going on? Why are you saying that? You don't know who's around. You don't understand what you mean by that. You don't even understand if, if I – he's like, I didn't even say that. But he – which means that he uses it so much that it flowed out of his mouth and nobody ever checks him. These kids are part of the issue as well. And we as adults are part of the issue because – I don't care who it is who says it. If you are not black, I'm gonna I'm gonna probably check you. And if you are black and saying in the wrong way, I'll probably check you as well. You know what I mean? You cannot say that. You know, too many people have died and and that's the last one of the last words that they hear. And if we allow people to continue to say that and I don't I don't like the statement that people say, Well, I'm just taking taking the power back. The power is already there, they already have the power in the word. I don't think that that white people really worry about us like the other. They're worried about us. I don't think they're worried about us in the way that he was saying. So I think we need to take a stand and not allow anybody to say it, regardless of what race they are. I understand we say it, you know, when we are with us. Like you said earlier, Kamala Harris needs to be quiet. <laughs> you know, <what> I mean, <laughs> say things about this. You know what I'm saying? There's certain times that we can't say it amongst ourselves, but there's other times that we can't. And yet.
3: Thanks Marlon. Thank, Thank you, you so Marlon. much. We're going to go uh we got another caller on the line. Al. Here we go, Al. Al, your truth be told. Al, your truth be told. Well, what you got to say? Good morning. Good morning.
1: Yes, I can ne- Good morning to you. I can never be what he or she was raised to be, so I will never take offense because that is a universal word. But if you put the power in their hands, that's because you allow them to. And when black people stop worrying about what non-black people think, then you Mm -hmm. will get some progression. That's why we are in the predicament. And if they do say that, I will politely say that was what was probably used to breastfeed your slave master babies, because they don't produce the kind of milk to have black men built like Crosdale or Peter built semi-trucks. So I would never get upset about them using the N-word because you are not what they was raised to be that sounds like a personal problem tell them enjoy it and smoke a blood when they get done (laughs) have a great day everybody
3: al thank you so much you know i love you. yes 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 all right look we've got more of this conversation when we come back also want to think i want you to think about this Mm -hmm. is there another sign out here that wisconsin should consider legalizing marijuana we're going to come with that when we come back. Truth Be Told, 1017 The Truth.
0: Don't touch that dial. Truth Be Told with DT and Telly will be right back on 1017 The Truth, the truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. More of Truth Be Told with DT and Telly is next on 1017 The Truth, the truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. <laughs>
2: go.
3: Alright. <laughs> the truth of the matter is that Wisconsin really needs to reconsider the whole marijuana thing and legalizing it. Mm. There's a new study out that says that older people, 65 plus, are the ones Experimenting mm. with marijuana the most. That bypasses all the kids, all of that. 65 plus, that means everybody in the game, that
2: is the truth of the matter. That means a lot of people got glaucoma. <laughs> the, you know, that's what that means. They need, you know, the eye doctors <laughs> is getting a lot of money. That's it. That's what it is. <laughs> My truth of the matter is today what we learned is white privilege is running rampant still in America because all of the issues that we randomly picked out today for this show can be traced back to somehow to white privilege. You got the man running over the fence. Hey. White privilege. The neo-Nazis running across. They don't care about nobody else. They do what they want to do. Yeah. White privilege. You got, you got so many issues that we've discussed that go back to white privilege. And until we correct that issue and correct the fact that white people think they can just do whatever they want, mm-hmm. we're going to have more issues and we can continue to have the issues that we have.
3: There it is. Benjamin!
1: My truth of the matter is, you know what? I gotta piggyback a little bit off Dame a little bit. Okay. You, and you wanna know why? Because my reasoning is, okay, y'all wanna know y'all wanna know why white privilege still exists? Y'all wanna know why 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 we still have uh, uh, the power structure that we do? Because we still got old people, old people like <laughs> Joe Biden. All right, Mr. McConnell running this country. All right, Joe Biden has a uh, 45 years he's been
2: in politics. Stay up the old lane. people. The, are still holding on to the days of old and white privilege, the Main Street mentality. This, they're still holding on to their power
1: end of the day, you know what We we need younger people, younger, fresher faces Like uh, President Obama Like, I mean, if even if you guys want to look like into a JFK Alright, uh, we need somebody younger Who can actually understand what's going on in these
3: streets Okay, uh,
1: and actually listen to hip-hop Alright then
2: <laughs> Hip-hop to save us all
3: oh, That's going to put a wrap on it for us today want to thank all of y'all DT and Telly will return tomorrow Keep it here, Sherwin Hughes is up next Next on 1017, The Truth.